Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the Ebone Zone. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Page Rivers. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight, folks, and I'm excited to bring you another episode. The year is 2006. Joe, Nick, and Kevin Jonas are on top of the world, riding high and enjoying the fruits of fame after the release of their hit song, Year 3000. I was six years old. Fast forward to October of 2013. I had turned 13 three months earlier in July. It was announced that month that the Jonas Brothers had split, and at the time, I thought nothing of it. Not realizing what this actually meant for one of my favorite childhood groups. Would they ever be back? Is this permanent? Those were the questions. Now, to present day. I'm in my room scrolling through YouTube recommends. There, I see it. The Jonas Brothers have uploaded a video for the first time in six years for their song Sucker. The band was back. Together. Together. Yes, indeed, it's finally happened, everybody. They're back, and I'm really, really excited about it. So what, they're a boy band from 2006. It's nostalgia, you know? Plus, it doesn't take the sharpest tool in the shed to know that that new song, Sucker, is pretty fire. But Ethan, don't you care if anybody finds out that you like the Jonas Brothers music? I'm going to be honest with you right now. I don't exactly know why I would, and I don't think I'd be making an episode about it if I did. The short answer's no, basically. Gone are the days of purity rings, classic Disney Channel, and weird early 2000s hairstyles. They're pretty much all married, and Joe has a side project. That's cool and all, but how did we get here? What did we miss? Let's rewind a bit, going back to just after the split. They went on GMA as a group to try and calm people down because they were a pretty big deal back then, and it came as a shock to everybody. While on Good Morning America, Kevin said this, quote, I think it was time, and for us it took some time getting there, but we feel like it's time the Jonas Brothers come to an end. Later, Nick went solo, and he blew up with songs like Jealous and Unhinged. Joe joined a band called DNCE, and Kevin was later married. Meanwhile, the internet was clamoring for answers. And with the rise of Vine as a popular platform, there were even videos made about it, including the ever-quotable Their Brothers Vine. What was sort of alarming, though, was that they were planning a comeback tour before they split in 2013. So, again, the question rises, is this permanent? And I honestly hope so, because they had something special, and I hope they can find that fire again, but if it's me, I don't think they lost it. A few it. weeks ago, they were on James Corden's late-night show, The Late Late Show, performing their new song and a parody of Year 3000 entitled Year 2019, and it was pretty cool, I've got to admit. I've watched that parody at least four times already. Now, hold up a second. I know I sound like an overeager fanboy, and it doesn't bother me. Now, I will set the record straight. I didn't think much about it after the breakup, but now that they're back, I realize how awesome they are. You know, just take it this way. It's like a friend moving away. Most days after, you don't really think about it much because you've accepted it, and then when they finally come home, you realize how much you missed them and the good times you had when y'all were together as kids. It's like that, but with nostalgic classic Disney-era bands. Decals are a great way to express yourself and personalize your vehicles. If you're thinking about buying a few, why not shop with Gambino's decals? You name it, they can design it. 
any custom design you want from flags to company logos and everything in between. You can get in touch with them by email at 336-GAMBINOS with a Z decals at gmail.com and of course you can get your decals anytime. If you're interested or just wanting to know more, email gambinos at 336-GAMBINOS with a Z decals at gmail.com. Gambinos professional quality at a fractional price. This week I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week I would like to share a verse from the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says, For I know the thoughts I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. This verse talks about how Jesus has plans for us. Jesus knew us before we were ever born. He had counted our hairs on our heads. And how much more attention do you think he would pay to the carefully laid plans he has for our lives? He knows each and every step we will make. He's seen our tomorrows. He's seen our yesterdays. He's seen our next years. So why shouldn't we trust him? Why do we want to push back and lean on our own understanding? Even though we fall short, even though we come up lacking from the glory of God, because Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, even though we fall short, God does not. He knows his plans for us. He does not waver on those plans for us. So we can count on his mercies and his blessings coming to us because that is what he has promised us. He has promised us success. He has promised us deliverance from the burdens of sin. He has promised us a life abundant. So, in short, God knows exactly what will happen. He's seen our yesterdays. He's seen our tomorrows. He's seen our next years. He knows to the exact last very detail what is going to play out in each and every moment of our lives. So, why should we worry? He's got the whole world in his hands. And why would our lives be any different? My family has a lot of birthdays in March, and matter of fact, my dad just celebrated one about a week ago. Happy birthday, Dad. I love you. Here's to another year. And I was thinking about that earlier this week when I was writing, and it reminded me of something I read. So, here's what happened. Two guys from Florida realized their dad was having a birthday, so they tried to decide what they were going to do for him. And they'd planned to come up to New Jersey where he was for his birthday, but you see, there was the problem. He lived in New Jersey, so they had to think on their feet. What did they do? They got a billboard, and they put simply, Wish my dad happy birthday. Love your sons. Simple enough, right? But here's the true conundrum. How could they wish him a happy birthday? The billboard was in Florida. Well, if you insist, I'll tell you. So they put his phone number on the billboard as well, resulting in over 15,000 calls and texts from not only the U.S., but in the Philippines, Kenya, and even as far away as Nepal. And they said it was sort of a continuation of a prank they used to pull on him at restaurants in which they would tell the wait staff it was their dad's birthday when it wasn't. But this time it actually was. And he got so many calls that he had to change his voicemail message to, If you're calling to wish me a happy birthday, I sincerely appreciate it. No joke. That's actually it. But my question to you is, would you do it? If you ask me, I'm fine with a card and a present, but in this case, even though 15,000 calls would get annoying after a while, I can sincerely bet he appreciated the gesture, but as far as how they'll top it, 
they said they'll probably get a bigger billboard next year. And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram, at Official, as well as on Twitter, at EBZ. That's capital O and official, capital EBZ, in case you were wondering. And until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll see you soon.